before the main introduction. But, okay. Um, all right then. Well, uh, <laughs> I I I'm, I'm looking kind of nervous. It's been it's been almost two years. Um, well, I guess welcome back. We're finally back, making another episode of fucking yes, scuffed and unfiltered. Uh, season four, season four, we're, season four. we're starting four. Uh, Let's season go. Three unfortunately ended about a year ago. Pretty about good. a year ago with uh, Will Smith smack. From what I'm looking at right mm. now, I'm doing my own research on myself. <laughs> okay. I, but um, yeah, I mean, fucking hell, how long has it been since since you and I did an episode? Uh, more or less about a year ago. I mean, jeez. Even when you mention it, it's like, whew, it feels like ages and a lifetime ago. Yeah, I mean, you blink once and then the time has passed by. And we're already in May, literally. I know. We started 2023, fucking blink once. We're Mm -hmm. already towards the middle of the year. I mean, it's already post-pandemic, you know. Oh, oh, did you hear about the news? uh, Yes, sir, CDC. That uh, they finally announced that it's no longer an emergency. We finally mm-hmm. survived. Unfortunately, not the people that we know. Right, yeah. the people that we lost. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I was scared of the um, COVID because it it it, mm-hmm. it is said that it, it makes it worse for people who already have diseases slash conditions. This isn't that. So my my yeah. immune system's already weak. My heart is already weak. So I did mm-hmm. get COVID in December of twenty twenty. And wow, it's been it. It was scary because you know I, I felt super weak, and I, I was scared because I'm like, okay, you know, I'm I'm weak towards it. I'm I it's, I have a heart problem, you know. It's mm-hmm. anything can happen, but not I'm right. I'm here. I'm still here. God Maybe bless, some yeah. people didn't want me to be here. Nah. Sucks for them. I'm still fucking I'm alive, you know. Well, you're not one. Yes, of course, sir. you're not one of them. But you know, the people who did who did wanted me to go, fuck you. You know, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> but um oh yeah man yeah i mean oh my god finally. i mean yeah no i mean thinking back on the covid thing i to be honest it was a scare but i think it was just more about how big it became you know like it started off as something small like oh you know yeah. make sure you wash your hands we could and have avoided just... you know that's oh yeah thing. we could have avoided but no but when we live in Sorry, uh, I was gonna go a little bit deeper on that. Oh, um, no, you, but when you, we live in, no, like, yeah. Yeah, you, can go ahead. you know, we live in a metropolitan area where it's the busiest, whether it's day or night. You know, of course, it's True. impossible to avoid people. You know, like I think the emptiest I've ever seen in Los Angeles here. It's more of uh, like downtown. I'm not sure if you've ever seen those oh, like, TikToks. Yes. Where no, 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 dude. It's, the freeway was so fucking open. I yeah. never went so fast to a different <laughs> different location <laughs> in my life like that. Yeah, I mean, it's just so much different now. And I, you know, I'm just... not going to lie. Like, I really enjoyed the whole, you know, working from home or like going to school from home. It was amazing, you know, I that kid whole. You not, I enjoyed uh, the, the quarantine. Because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I used, well, I still do, but uh, I was work. I used, I was working two jobs before the pandemic. You know, my, you know, family, like the cleaning business. I think I told you uh-huh. about it. And then I used to work uh-huh. at a restaurant. And mm-hmm. although it's two jobs, although it sounds like a lot, I still had time to go out. I still had time to, you know, work out. I still had time to either take it easy 
So I didn't have to worry mm-hmm. about it. However, right. I was getting tired. Like, I do have, I did have, I do have, I did have stress at that time a lot. Mm-hmm. And people tell me, just take it easy, call on this and that. I'm like, no, I gotta, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. So once right. quarantine happened, I'm like, so this is how it feels like now doing shit at all. And mm-hmm. I took it as an advantage. I'm like, you know what? Let me, let me recuperate. Let me fucking actually. It was fun. You know, everybody stayed in, played video games. Everybody was just having fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then for me, as time went by, I was losing my shit. <laughs> I was like, I need to get out. I can't, I can't be, I can't be fucking stuck in here. I need to like go out. I need to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, dude, I had the opposite reaction. I'm, I'm such a, like a, a home, like homebody, you <laughs> know, enough. like I, I enjoy being indoors, you know, I like just chilling out at home, Honestly, not really you, have. You do seem like that type of person. I'm going to be honest right? with you. Like you seem like no, you just want to take it easy. Like if you, if you want to have, if you want to see friends, you rather have friends over and just take it easy in there. And that's it. Like not going out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Absolutely. Funny enough. I, um, uh-huh. After the pandemic, I became that. I switched. I don't, yeah. I don't, I like going out, but only with specific people. And yeah, okay. Respect it, to that. Yeah, only to specific people I like to go out. I don't really um, go out as much as I used to. Oh my God, it's a huge difference uh, with the specific people. I feel like they're going to listen to this. Uh, you guys already know who you are. Um <laughs> I just go out with them most of the time. I have fun. It's mellow. It's chill. It's not super exaggerated. Uh, except for except for this past weekend. Um, so back then, I used to go to... Uh, right as I turned uh, 21, I, mm-hmm. I started going to these like loud nightclubs where there's a lot of people and it's packed and the music is fucking loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was having fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was before pandemic. Years later, I kid you not... Uh, we went to go celebrate our friend's birthday. Um, uh, plans were fucked all over. There's, we all blame our one of our friends. We all like started roasting him, and um, so in the meantime, we were trying to improvise and make it work. Mm-hmm. And then he said, "Hey, let's go to this warehouse. There, there's a nightclub rave type of thing." And then mm-hmm. we both all lo- we all looked at each other and we're like, "Ah, fuck it. You know, it's his birthday. We're we're not gonna you know say no." He could do what he like. He could tell us, like where he wants to go. And we'll fucking go. We went, <laughs> and I kid you not, I was like, oh no, I do not want to deal with this amount. It's so <laughs> it's so packed. Yeah, um, that's. Yeah, I recall. And I'm like, you know what? Pre-pandemic would have loved this. Oh yeah. But <laughs> now I'm just like, no. Like I I told yeah. I told my friend, um. We, I had to like be so close to his ear because it was fucking loud. It's like I kid you not, this is not for me anymore. I I can't do that. And then he told me, it's like, I genuinely thought I was the only one. And then we were mm-hmm. both laughing. Like you, you couldn't, we couldn't hear our laugh, but we were both laughing. Mm-hmm. And then once we got out, we're like, bro, finally, I can finally breathe because it was so hot. I was sweating. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Just it. it it changes, you know. Time goes by. You get older. You, you're just like, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm 24. I'm gonna be 25 this year. I mean, come on. That's, all right. Uh, I keep forgetting you're older than me. How I forgot. How old are you again? I'm 23. I'm turning 24 this year. No way. 
<laughs> yes, sir. Trust me, once just you hit, hear. like, 21, like, 22 doesn't feel anything. It feels like you're still 21. When you go from 21 to 23, it's you're starting to realize, okay, yeah, this is okay, you know? And then well, to as be honest, f- sorry to yeah. cut you off there. No, no, no. Um, well, to be honest with you, it's I've never been a person that enjoys those type of activities. Like, so you never I, felt the change, I guess. Yeah, like I would see it online, you know, watch stories and all that stuff, but I just couldn't Same. really find the appeal. You know, I can enjoy a, a beer here for a lot cheaper. You know, <laughs> I don't have to pay to get into my room. <laughs> I, don't have a, I don't have a bouncer that's carting me to lay on my bed you know oh did you so, that, oh never mind i'll tell you later but okay <laughs> um so you know it's like if i want to listen to music i have the liberty of doing it in my my own you know exactly the, yeah the luxury of it all you know but speaking of it i did go to a club for the first time club or a bar because you know there's two different things uh, no yeah of course um so i have a friend she's um she used to be a social media influencer or she used to be a within those um within those groups and she was invited to a birthday party that was being hosted at the club so she invited me and i was all down for it i was like yeah let's go have some fun you know i had such a blast i met new people it was fun um it was a different environment for sure so something new i'm assuming something it's all new to it was it was 100% new um however you know I, it was hard to try to get comfortable because it's such an unfamiliar environment that it was really quick paced to try to adapt. So I didn't have enough time to just kind of settle oh, wow. in. I had to like, yeah, it was, I'm talking about like, there's people there that have a big social media, like following group. And so basically what you're telling me, it's like an influencer party, basically. Yeah, basically. And you were just there like, I'm just here to have fun. Like I'm not, yeah. I don't really give a shit about the influencing. Exactly. Like it was an open bar. You know, it was drinks were free. I didn't have to pay to get in. Okay, I, that's a that's a that's a good thing. Honestly, I like right. It's absolutely, open, but yeah. But... Yeah, it was fun. Can't you know, go like, wrong on I, that. I mean, I did take it a little bit too far at the end of the night, but did you, you know, not, I mean, did you drank a lot. Oh uh, yeah, I went <laughs> crazy, dude. <laughs> uh, was the music you, really loud? Uh, to be honest, uh, yeah, it was. The closer you were to the DJ, which was a very small club, like it was like a, to be honest, it, it was like the size of like maybe like two living rooms, and that was like literally the whole club. And and it was packed, right? I'm assuming it was like lights. Yeah. Everywhere. Okay. Yeah. So that yeah. So yeah, that's a club. That that's not yeah. my thing anymore. I'm like, oh, it, yeah. it, it just tires me out immediately. Oh uh, no! I, yeah. I prefer going to a bar with like. You know, there's people talking to each other. You sit down, you you get mm-hmm. a drink with someone, and th- that's it. You know, you can hear the music, mm-hmm. but it's not loud. It's not, you know, beaming at in your ears. It's it's yeah. just mellow. You know. There's a yeah, couple... actually, oh, yeah. go for it. No, you go for it. Um, speaking of bars, like uh, me and my my best friend, uh, his name is Jordan. Hey Jordan, in case you're listening, <laughs> uh, we have this favorite bar in NoHo, North Hollywood. Which uh, one? Called, okay, which one? It's called Gold Diggers. Oh fuck! Okay, I genuinely thought it would be one. I I actually was hoping it would be one that we that I or that my family cleans. You know, because we have the oh, cleaner. Okay. We clean over huh. there. So huh. I'll t- I'll tell you which bars, but yeah, continue with your. 
Um, so this this bar, it's more of a dive bar. So you know, it's one of those places where you would hope the drinks aren't expensive, but they are pricey. Okay, um, got it. There's this one time we went. They had a live DJ, and you know, it was like kind of after the whole pandemic type of thing. It's still like a state of emergency type of thing. They still haven't removed it, but oh, you know, okay. things it's, were it's still kind of there. you know, it's yeah, it was still lightening up, you know. Um, so. Yeah, we show up and we were in line for like maybe like 10, five minutes. I don't know. Oh, I don't remember. Nothing, yeah. But we ended up having so much fun. Like at the end of the night, like I ended up like dancing with like these two girls. Uh, but it was mellow, right? It was, you know, it's not. It was, it was popping. I would say it was, you know, it was. But not comparing was... to a, a nightclub. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't to that extent. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. Not. There's a, like I said, there's a huge difference, you know, that. It's a huge oh, yeah. difference whenever you say, oh, it's a bar, it's a night. It's like, no, you, there's a reason why they name it differently. You know, it's, there's a reason. Right, why. yeah. Well, to be honest, that night was crazy because let me tell you a fun story. So <laughs> we get there and, you know, we order, I ordered like, well, we had like a shot of mezcal and then I had okay. a Guinness. Oh, okay. Um, and after a few of those, it was just me, my friend and his cousin. We were just, you know, dancing together. Um just for the purpose of the story his cousin is uh let's just give him a name let's call him uh, malcolm so malcolm, malcolm. <laughs> so that's jordan's cousin so malcolm met us at the bar and we're you know it was just more of like a hangout we didn't expect to go crazy you know it was just more about like enjoying the music yeah. and yeah. the environment and all that stuff so meanwhile we're dancing and you know it's just us three guys and we're just watching everyone dance we're dancing watching the light dj and there was this couple behind us. It was an older man with this younger lady. Um, <laughs> I, she seemed to be in her like maybe mid twenties, around our age group, a little oh, bit older. It's I think that kind of couple. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that, that's so, oh, it's so it's it's. I'm not saying it's weird because it's been normalized now, but it's it's. I don't know. It's just off. It just feels off. Right. Yeah. I mean, to be honest. It's statistically proven that older men tend to go for younger women. So and then younger women, I mean, younger, older women go for, you know, younger men. Right. I, I mean, their needs vary. So I, to me, it wasn't that weird. I was like, okay, cool. But <laughs> meanwhile, we're dancing. My friend Jordan taps me on my shoulder and he is like leaning into me. And he's like, bro, look behind you. So I look behind me and I'm looking at the couple. This guy, the, the guy in the relationship, the older, the older yeah. man. Was that a baggie of cocaine? Oh my! Just wide open. Yeah, it was like one of those little, like small little Ziploc bags. But like he took it out wide open, literally, like. Yeah, like wide open, like yeah. no one oh my cared. God. And he put some on the table, and I mind you, that table looked like it hadn't been sanitized in weeks. Oh no! You know, we don't know how like when was the last time someone sanitized that, so it was kind of like uh, he pours them on the table, lines it up, and it starts. You know, doing coke in front of everyone, and then the his partner, the young lady, you know, she takes uh she does a line, <laughs> and she dead ass stands up and starts flashing the whole bar. Wow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Isn't that crazy? Oh my god! I. <laughs> You know what? I've never had a crazy, you know, situation like that. But what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what did you guys tell me? Like, what was your first thought after, after you know, witnessing that? 
to be honest, I was still trying to connect the two because I was a little <laughs> slow. I was a little already buzzed, to be honest. Oh, so you I was, were okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna I, was, take you a while. I was putting two and two. I was like, wait, what's that white powder? Wait, why is she lifting up her shirt? Oh, her boobs are out. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to keep staring because that's kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, it's not weird when she literally did it inside a bar, you know, where there's a lot of people in there. And I get that. But rather for myself, I found oh, it a little, yeah, because yeah, like no one. I'm not really saying it's, I'm st it's still a bad thing, but like when it's happening, you, it's it's hard to not look, you know. Right, right. But that was before I made the connection that oh, she's doing that too. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you know, like when yeah, when a... <laughs> when you see like when you see a woman that's under the influence of something, anything that she does, anything that she does she's under the influence just seems wrong to me to even like give attention to because now i feel like i'm enabling some sort of behavior no, yeah. by giving that sort of attention so you know that's why i felt wrong for it i was like okay yeah i know it's right in front of my face because she was literally behind us like <laughs> within a few feet and you know my friend is like <laughs> i think he started recording or he took a picture it was funny <laughs> And I was like, oh, wow, like, that was the first time I've ever seen that happen, like, at a bar, like, especially, yeah, some, like, yeah, sometimes it depends also on the bar, and because yeah. you're in, well, you're in North Hollywood, so you're lucky you're not in Hollywood, oh my god, dude, don't go to Hollywood, the only reason so, I do want to go drink at the bars in Hollywood is because I know the, the owners, the managers, I literally know them, so mm -hmm. I can just, like, let them know, hey, can I get a, a reserved seating area? Um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna bring this many people, and they'll immediately know who I am, and they'll be like, okay, yeah, just, you know, just let us know, like, tell you the name to the like bouncer or something, and we'll we'll get you, what you get you ready and all that. So like, yeah. Oh right. Uh, yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's I, always they, cool to have those connections. Yeah, they Sorry. told me, and I haven't like, I haven't gone, and I feel like I could have used that. Uh, yeah. You know that um, what's it called that um advantage you know that that help that connection with that connection with um for my friend's birthday party because it got scrapped it, it was all fucked it was all fucking uh, yeah so i'm like I, why didn't like because he said he was gonna plan it and mm -hmm. i let then i realized after everything got fucked i'm like you know what i should have planned it because it would have been easy i would have had a spot and that's it there's nothing to worry mm -hmm. about right but you know no, i mean but next time okay you know? yeah absolutely for next time for sure but well, yeah, I mean, that was one crazy <laughs> night that I'll never forget, despite how drunk me and my friend ended up getting. And you, you still managed, yeah, you still, you st even if it took you long, you still managed to put two and two together. Like, oh, she did it because she's under, under the influence. Right. So, you know, I felt sketched out because, like, come on, dude, like, it's a you guys are out in public. Yeah. yeah, like, I get it, but at the same time, it's like, come on, guys. <laughs> like, but I'm not going to ruin anyone's else, fun. You know? Yeah, like, to be honest, I'm not the type of person to ruin someone's fun. I just let them do their own thing, but just kind of <laughs> not near me, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Just be on your side. I'll stay on my side. We'll just keep it there. Yeah. Okay, that sounds a little bit like discrimination, Alan. Come on. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't. Uh, don't cancel me already, right? We, we haven't even <laughs> fucking, like, we're starting to come back. <laughs> but uh, I'm just messing with you. But, yeah, I mean. Definitely was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Oh, not opportunity, but just experience, I guess. Yeah. Um, I still like going out to bars, but 
more of like a lounging area. There um, you go. I think I think that's what I've been trying to say. What kind like, of bar? You know, it's just those. A brewery is like the perfect example. I yeah, I guess that's the yeah, I guess that's that would be the perfect. I've never been one. I've seen mm. videos, photos, etc. But that mm. that would be like a great example. Like you have to be a beer person though. Yeah, that, to be honest. No, I'm definitely not a beer person. <laughs> I but I do beer. like the yeah. atmosphere where it's just chill, you drink and that's it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um like for me I'm a I'm a big avid uh, beer drinker. Like I can drink any beer that you give me. No, uh, except for Tecate cuz that's water. I'm pe- <laughs> Beer, honestly, white. I I don't because it, it bloats me now. Like mm. I don't, I, I avoid just normal beer. Like mm. I drink more hard hard seltzer, or mm. I just jump straight to the liquor. But that's okay. Much it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't drink. You know, like Corona, Modelo, etc. Salad, all of that. I kind of avoid because it, it does bloat me, and I'm like, mm, I'm good. Hard seltzer, they really don't bloat you. So yeah, no, I, I agree with you though. And the liquor just bloated. goes through that. <laughs> It just, just yeah. goes from all the way to your body. Yeah, that, yeah, no. Recently, uh, well, not recently, about maybe like a year now, more or less. I've, I've gotten really into mezcal. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, it's really, I, I enjoy the taste. I'm not going to lie. Has... I kind of just stick with whiskey. I'll whiskey, try any hey. type of whiskey, honestly. That, that's, and, that's an actual respectable and choice. And, and <laughs> funny enough, is because uh, with the with the owner, like I'm really you know good friends with. We both support the same you know soccer f- football. Well, we say football because I'm mm. practicing like how I should speak in England because I I do plan to go over there. Okay. Um, and we support the same club, and he's giving me. There's some bottles where they're like, oh well, we don't sell much, or it doesn't matter if we get rid of it. And they tell us like, hey, this is whiskey. Do you want it? And I took mm. a look at him like. Fuck yeah, and I just I take it home. Hmm. It'll just give me like bottles that people don't drink anymore, or yeah. there's no point of having that. They want to replace them with something. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Like I right got on, given yeah. like a Patterson Irish whiskey. Have not tried it. I still have it like literally right behind me, but I'm, I'm not gonna drink right now though. I don't. I don't oh, yeah. want this to go all dr- a buzz <laughs> episode. Fuck that. Not when we just started. No, yeah, we can do that another well, we, episode. Yeah, we could do that. Just a buzz. We'll see what happens, and if yeah. we don't say some crazy shit, so nah, nah, I doubt it. I doubt it. I, I think I'm pretty. Uh, I am. I think I'm pretty like. Though. I am. I I also get forgetful, but to be honest with you, like when I do reach that point of no return, which I call a buzz, like you know, after that that period after between that buzz, buzz yeah, there's that, yeah, that's not a buzz anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's not that. That is a different phase at the end of the night, right? Um, but when I'm at that point of no return, it's it's you know everything's fuzzy, everything's warm, everything is just everything. In, to me, in my perspective, it, it just feels oh, yeah. yeah a lot more um, interesting. I guess a little bit more fun. Um, not to say that you know I I drink for the purpose of. No, no, you, can, Make, you yeah. don't need to drink to have fun. But I get with like yeah. it just things turn funny, and then you'll just have a great time. Exactly, but the next morning tends to get a little bit harder to remember things that I've either said in conversation with people. That's or... the problem, and I have a lot of problems with that. Like I yeah. don't remember I've talked to some people or messaged some people. I'm like, okay, yeah, dude, yeah. lock your <laughs> fucking phone next time. Like I tell myself, I have to turn it off. Yeah, um, you know, I've had instances where you know I've gotten myself by accident into like trouble. Oh, God. with people, not 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 like with 
authority figures. Or no, 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 like but, but still, you know. <laughs> yeah, important relationships, and I'm like, Ugh, I'm sorry, Just I said let... that. That was not me. That was drunk me. That was me de- being uh, a dumbass. You know. That, that was the. <laughs> that was like eight shots of mezcal. Sorry, that was not me. Oh, so you God. know. I remember one time I I almost finished the whole bottle check thing. I was not doing so well that time. I was just <laughs> like, I'm not gonna make this all you know troopy and all that, but mm-hmm. I it was the worst. Like at my lowest, I just did not. It's a lot of shit was going on, and mm-hmm. I just drank and drank for the first time ever. I finally puked. I was like to the point of like I had to puke, mm-hmm. and I have a little trash can next to me. I was drinking in my room, and I yeah. just puked, and fucking just laid on my bed and just knocked the fuck out. <laughs> and then the next yeah. day, I'm like, look at my trash can. I'm like, yeah, I did that. Yeah. That's not a good thing, but holy fuck. Speaking of, of uh, I have a story. Um, so a couple years back, I think I was maybe 19. By the way, I don't support underage drinking for the purpose of the story. Okay, okay. That's so, good, that's good. <laughs> I was 19. I was celebrating one of my friend's birthdays. Um, we went to Dogweiler Beach. Nice. And we were there. You know, our original plan was just to walk, drink. Uh, my friend emptied out a whole bottle of Jack Daniels in, in a very, very big water bottle. And At this before point, that, it might have been a gallon, I'm assuming. Um, I think so. I'm not sure. I don't remember the size specifically in terms of, like, the bottle. Um, but since we were underage, we didn't want that extra attention. We just emptied it out into like one of those like plastic water bottles, the ones. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't use. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we ended up getting drunk and walking from, and we walked from Dockweiler Beach all the way to uh, not Santa Monica, but Venice Beach. That's a fucking long walk. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> So we didn't. St- what the? <laughs> we were drunk. We were drunk, like in the middle of the fucking day. Like it was like it was so fucking silly. What time was this? Um. So we got there. It was a little bit past noon. So it was like maybe like about to be one when I got there, and that's when we started drinking. And we we hit half the bottle by like maybe three or four, and we killed it by six or eight. And we ended up going back to my house around 10 p.m. Or not, like 9 p.m., I think. And guess what? There was some sort of, like, little event happening at my house in the backyard. I guess we had family over and there was more drinks. So oh, what did we do? No. <laughs> the party continued. So no. we got obliterated, dude. Like, I took shots of tequila and I was mixing tequila and whiskey and beer. And I can tell you now that it did not end so well for me. Uh, it's, you could just easily assume that it... <laughs> yeah, it's depending on my mood. I can either be like a happy drunk or it can be a sad one. Oh, wow. So it's okay. Okay. Yeah. Not... Yeah. All right. Not expect that. But not anymore. I know how to be a happy drunk now. So, you know, and I know how to drink now. So I kind of. I mean, do. you, you well, learn. You learn as you go. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So honestly, one of the best nights I've had, one of the best uh, experiences I've had. At such a young, a young age, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't say that I support it, but you know, for the purpose of the story, I did happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, you hear everyone? Don't I? No one supports underage drinking. Okay, it just absolutely. happened. It Fuck. just happened. <laughs> it just happened to be there, and it happened to enter my body 
or I happen to consume it. Consume it. Let's put it that you happen to consume it. Yeah. There you go. Because into the body Um, can mean different things. Let's put it. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You're right. You're right. (laughs) But yeah, it was one of those fun stories. You know, I'm sure everyone has one to tell. You know. I don't really have fun, funny stories. Not like that. Not from what I can remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have an embarrassing story, I guess you could say. When I went to Santa Barbara in 2019, I I literally just turned 21, mm-hmm. and we went. I went with my coworkers. I don't want. I'm not gonna say much. All I'm gonna say is the reason why I'm embarrassed is how my personality or how I was with mm-hmm. them because I was the youngest one, mm-hmm. second youngest actually. Okay. But the way I was acting, the way I was, like it made me realize. Like I look back here and I cringe so hard because I'm like, God, I was so <laughs> like too yeah. immature, I guess you could say. Yeah. Like I, I, mean, I would look back to I'm like, I really wish I could switch myself now to that mm-hmm. time and just change things. I mean, it's not so much about going into the past, but rather implementing those changes now. So you don't repeat those same mistakes. Yeah, that, well, that's, yeah that too. <laughs> that's what it means to mature. I mean, it's that self-awareness, that self-reflection, and eventually implementing those changes into your life and who you want to really be, you know? Well, Um, no, definitely. But uh, honestly, I I look back, I'm like, fucking hell. I, oh, it just makes me feel so weird. Well, think about it like this, dude. Like, when you're young, the point is to experiment, do stupid things, get in trouble, you know? True. To learn, you know? but, But, like, no, <laughs> I, but I, I get, get you, it. you know, I get, I get yeah, I get you too. I, I get it. You know, it's that secondhand embarrassment from your future self to your past self. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Exactly. Like, let me tell you, let me finish that uh, dive bar story. So at the end of the night, once the night was winding down, they were already closing the bar. We didn't leave until uh, last call. Well, shit. <laughs> yeah, we were there for a very long time. Um, so last call was like around 2 a.m., which is, I think, legal in California. I think that's the legal time. I, I um, heard that they were extending that. Oh, really? That's cool. They're going to extend it here. I'm like, well, that's one way to make money. <laughs> um, so at the once the night winded down, like I left my friend at the bar with the two girls that I ended up dancing with so I, could, I had to go use the bathroom. And so I went into the bathroom. So they had two bathrooms, one with the toilet and one with urinals. So I went into the bathroom with the urinals because I thought I had to pee. So I peed and all of a sudden it hit me like this nauseousness. Like I was super oh nauseous. Oh my God. No, <laughs> you did not. While you were so I ended up like, um, no, it was after I finished peeing. I was oh. washing my hands and I, I, I had That's the sudden urge. Yeah. I had the sudden urge to throw up and I was like, dude, I cannot run into the next bathroom because it's like, I was not going to make it. <laughs> So I ended up like just puking in the sink. Oh no! <laughs> and you know we're the last people in the bar. So that makes it a lot worse. And you know it's an embarrassing moment, but of course it was. It's a funny story to share because you know I was. I mean, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so I puke in the in the sink and I completely forget my phone in the bathroom. So I get back to the bar and I'm like looking for my phone to check what time it is. I'm like, dude, I can't find my phone. 
So I'm asking my friend, like, hey, by any chance that I leave my phone with you? And he was like, oh, no, dude, like, you took it with you. And I'm like, what the hell? And I Went don't remember it, like, well, no, I didn't go back to the, the bathroom, but I just don't remember, like, leaving it in the bathroom. I still, I was like, that's impossible. I know I didn't have it on me. So I asked the lady behind the bar, the bartender, and I was like, hey, like, by any chance that anyone returned the phone? And she was like, no. Anyway, like, so I'm, like, freaking out now. I'm like, shit, dude, like, what am I going to do? Right. And I'm, like, just sitting there. I sat down and tried to, like, recount my steps, walking myself through. Mind you, I'm drunk as fuck. Like, I'm like, oh, oh my God. (laughs) And next thing you know, the bouncer approaches me. He was like, is this your phone? And I was like, oh, thank God. Like, yeah, that's my phone. He was like, yeah, I found that in the bathroom. I was like, oh. (laughs) There you go. Oh. I don't know if you knew that I, I was the one that peeped in the sink. Oh, my, you actually told them. I didn't tell them I puked. I like, I stayed quiet about it, but I felt like really bad about it because, you know, obviously that wasn't right, and I, you know, but I just didn't have the balls to speak up and say, yeah, that was me, you know. But like, I was like, oh, <laughs> this is gonna suck. <laughs> but he, you know, he didn't mention anything, so I was like, oh, okay. All right, I just took my phone and I was like, all right, man, thanks. And I told Jordan, like, all right, dude, we got to leave now. <laughs> like, the sooner the better. Yeah, we have <laughs> before they, know. Yeah, like, <laughs> before they, they connect the dots. Oh, my God. So the night ended with us driving to, like, a McDonald's after we sobered up a little. Um, once we were good to drive. And, that's a, you know. See, that's good. That, that, you know. Right, I mean. You guys wait to, you know, yeah. feel, feel much better. Yeah, like we cut we cut ourselves off way earlier, and then you know we just let the alcohol run its course. But since it was running its course through me a little bit too fast, because I was drinking water, trying to sober up as fast as I could, uh, my body just because you know once once you're drunk, your body kind of rejects water. Yeah, you feel it, me? It, it, uh, well, for some people, it doesn't. From what I've learned, so mm-hmm. it, it varies on the person actually. Oh, so then because some people me, actually chug water so fucking fast and they sober up really quickly, and they're good. And I'm like, well, damn, mm. okay. You see, I wish I had that metabolism because my body cannot like it takes a while for it to kind of process the alcohol. Like in terms of like eating, like, dude, I've been uh, speaking about my weight, I guess, just my weight. Like I've weighed around the same weight since I was in high school. So, like, it's easy for me to put on a little weight, and then it's super easy for me to lose it right away. You feel me? Yeah, I guess. So, that that fast metabolism is what helps me, but at the same time, for some weird reason, when it comes to alcohol, it takes it so much longer to break it. Which, it makes sense, but at the same time, I'm like, damn, like, there's, That's again... kind of like, I guess you could say normal. Right. Um, but I also think it has to do with the tolerance as well. Uh, oh, if yeah, yeah, tolerance. Com- yeah completely forgot about that yeah like i don't i'm not a big drinker to be honest like i don't drink a lot like the other day i had um i had some scotch for the first time and i like it it's actually really nice to sip on you know but i'm more of a like i like to sip my drinks rather than take shots to be honest oh, okay so yeah so i like to babysit my drink a little and take it a little at a time just so i can you know, keep that buzz or whether just to enjoy myself and not take it too far. Um, so yeah, like I'm more of that type of drinker where like I'll make 
myself like Borg. I'm not sure if you know what that is. I um, think I know. It's been a while. It's, it's been. A... I mean, it's pretty much just like watered down or like alcohol cut with water, but mixed kind of with other things. Um, so oh. it's like a concoction of other alcohols and um, cut with water and added with like, for example, like Kool Aid, like adding Kool Aid in there and making it kind of your own cocktail type of way. Um, but yeah, like, you know, it's, it's, it's just weird to be honest, but it's always fun. You know, when you're with the right company, when you have the right company with you, it's, that too. You that's, that's also, that's also an important thing is it depends on the people you're surrounded with. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, it makes me, it that. makes me look back at the people I used to be with. Uh, no, never again. Um, <laughs> Jesus, I remember. Oh my God! I during quarantine, I began to buy Trulies, White Claws, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and mm-hmm. I would drink every night. And mm-hmm. it would, and, and it makes me think. I'm like, it's with the certain people I talk to. I'm not gonna say names. Back then, I got it. Well, I didn't get in trouble, but I got some backlash. Mm-hmm. Some people. Mm-hmm. Do I regret saying the names? I don't know. I really don't know. But anyways, uh, I was drinking like almost every night, like a can or two, a can or two, mm-hmm. and then it would turn into two, maybe three, two, maybe three. Mm-hmm. And I, that's when I realized, like, I would always drink when I'm talking to these people because I can't see them mm-hmm. yet because you know quarantine. Mm-hmm. But every time mm-hmm. I'm talking to them, like video chatting phone call etc etc it's all you always end up drinking with them but anyone else i'm just normal so yeah. i look back to it now i'm just like it's, it's those people you know i should have stayed away just well, to, to be honest um i i mean those people don't really bother me to be honest because yeah i talk to them and i think it just depends like if they're always drinking like egg- egging you on to drink and yeah, but if they respect those boundaries, like, hey, man, I don't feel like drinking today. How about you enjoy yourself a few cups and I'll just sit here and keep you company? You know, that's yeah, I enjoy those those type of connections and those relationships and friendships. Um, Just because like, you know, just because someone feels like drinking doesn't necessarily mean that the other person wants to drink as well. Um, But, you know, it's 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 always fun to join someone for drinks just you don't want them to drink alone either that yeah that too but well in my case it was never bad so <laughs> right I was just yeah getting no. lured into drinking more and more and i was like fuck it mm. to be honest dude um you know adding a few white claws to me in my case it was a little bit worse like with for finals and midterms week when i was oh, still no. in college <laughs> i would buy myself a case of white claws black cherry I love black cherry. I dislike black cherry. Oh, <laughs> well, give me your black cherry white claws. I will drink them. I think I um, well, actually no. I changed to Trulies. I check my fridge right now. Oh, Trulies are good so, too. All, all I have is oh wow. That's a bad look on me, honestly. Why am I... <laughs> Here, okay, I'm not gonna lie. I, I just I just opened my my fridge. Uh-huh. Um, it's almost filled with alcohol. That's a really bad look. That doesn't mean I drink. I don't. It's just whenever I feel like it, I'll open a can, maybe. So I have Trulies look, and then Beatbox, which I look, highly dude. recommend Beatbox. 
it Alan hits you Donnie. hard. Alan, don't even feel bad. I have a full shelf in my room. I have a bookshelf and I have a full shelf dedicated to hard liquor. I have like Wait, maybe eight, oh, nine bottles. 11.1% of alcohol in a beatbox. No, that's, that's not bad. That's not too bad. It sounds like it would, get, you know, hit you with a nice little buzz. Well, it depends how many you drink. I mean, absolutely, right? Yeah, like, yeah. so going back to that, uh, sorry, that story. I don't yeah. mean to cut you off either. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for cutting <clears> you off. Continue. No, 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 no. Um, just to kind of bring back the, the conversation. Um, so like for like finals and midterm week, I would always buy a case, maybe two cases of White Claws at my local uh, liquor store. <clears throat> sorry, let me uh, take a little sip of water here. Um, so maybe like a case or two and I would finish the whole case by myself while studying mm. <laughs> just to ease the pain and help me go to sleep faster when I was done studying. Wait, 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 ease the pain? What are you, huh? <laughs> oh, ease the pain of like having to study. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You got yeah. Me, oh, no. You got me worried for <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, I, I I mean I don't I'm not really like I don't like to drink when I'm sad unless I have like good company to cheer me up um well, so that makes me feel some type of way. <laughs> <I> <laughs> well, do, just because I do drink when I'm sad most of the time I'm gonna I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna you know lie about it but no, I mean but it's half and half but I would I would say 55% sad 45% when I'm having a good time right on i mean hey each their own you know if it works for you and it helps you hey i'm up for it just you know keep it under moderation yeah. you know true yeah that, that's yeah that's a that's a good just looking uh, out for advice. you of course yeah. no that's a good advice <laughs> yeah um but you know like it was just to help me study you know i ended up doing really well on exams and all that stuff so i figured hey like my first year at castle of la um I uh, I would show up with a water bottle, like a 40-ounce water bottle. And it was like tequila cut with water. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I had morning classes. Morning. So. How? I could, honestly, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't understand mm -hmm. people who drink so early in the morning. It's disgusting. For some reason, I feel disgusted uh, drinking. Like, uh -huh. thinking of even drinking in the morning afternoon. Once it hits night, then yeah. I'll drink. Well, they, you know what they always say. It's 5 p.m. somewhere. That's the dumbest excuse ever. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying. Um, so, yeah, I was like 18 at the time. So, every 8 a.m. class, you know, I would, I would um, come have my 20-ounce, or not 20-ounce, 40-ounce water bottle. With alcohol cut with water, I think I had like a crystal light in there just to kind of give it a little bit of taste and kind of yeah. mask the smell of it. God damn. <laughs> and by the time I was out of my 8 a.m. class, which was an English class, I was already done with it. Oh, wow. Like, I would come out of that class buzzed and I'd be wow. like ready to take on the whole day. Like, all right, what's next? What's next? What's and next? you actually you know? managed to continue with the rest of the day? Oh, yeah. I mean, why oh, I had to. I had, I had no other choice. <laughs> well, 
true. It kind of. But eventually, it would hit the point of like, you know what? Uh, like, like, it, like how, how do I explain? It? It's like you, you would reach a point where, like, okay, may I shouldn't just not do anything, just leave everything as is, and then yeah. You know what I'm no, saying? No, I. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, but at the same time, I mean, when you're young. You just want to try some stuff and just kind of experiment for yourself. I mean, like, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> you know, I was, I was an immature little kid that, you know, 18 me was still high school me, you know. I still consider 18-year-old me high school me because I was still learning how to navigate the world. Um, so, you know, I, I would take the train to school. I wasn't driving yet, so I didn't have to worry about having to get on the road or anything like that. Um, so most of the time it was, it was quite eventful. I once, uh, I, I once forgot that I had alcohol in my water bottle and I, and I had a friend, she asked for a sip. Oh <laughs> my God. And I gave her my water bottle. I was like, yeah, sure. It's crystal light. Like, go ahead. Enjoy it. it. it does, <laughs> you could have tasted it at that point. Like I was already blessed enough. I couldn't taste yeah, it no, anymore. That's the thing that you could not, you would have, you would have just couldn't, you know? Yeah, so she she takes a sip and it's like nine a.m. and she spits it out. She was like, "Dude, what the fuck are you drinking?" You're just like, you know, that. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Dude, I'm so sorry." Actually, that that's that's tequila, and water, and fuck crystal light. <laughs> she looked at me like, "Bro, what the fuck is wrong with you?" And I was like, "Respect. I I get it. I get yeah, it." Hey. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's the only thing you could say, honestly, to someone. Say, like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Like, I don't even know. I mean, if I if I knew what was wrong, I would tell you, right? Exactly. <laughs> but you know, it was it was young me. Um, now I'm a lot more different. Um, yeah, I'm not that big of a drinker anymore. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> took it a lot easier. Which I is good. My... You know, I'm yeah, not laughing no, at absolutely. that part. I'm laughing at the you know that she spit hey. it out. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. I was laughing. I was I busted like that. That is still a joke to this day. I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, I don't really talk to that friend anymore. We kind of lost contact. We lost, oh. <laughs> we lost that. But it's okay. I mean, that happens. Um, that's just life. You yeah, lose, I didn't you lose people. Such you a people. twist, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's that's the beauty of it, right? Kind of, you know, I in mean, order to get through those highs, yeah. you kind of got to hit those lows. Yeah, but uh, it's oh yeah, that's. I can't deny yeah. that, but it, but it sucks, you know, because I've been through that yeah. same situation before. You know, some people come and go, but the ones that stay and put effort are, you know, the ones that you want to keep forever or as long as you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, it's it's just about growing up, you know, and nothing can really prepare you for it. Not until you go through it yourself and yeah, you get to experience it for yourself and learn how to navigate through that as well, you know. And I feel it's a little bit a lot different because those are kind of the stories you wish you could tell your parents. But, you know, in a Hispanic or Chicano household, you can't really do that. Because, yeah. you know, next thing you know, they're taking you to church. Cause, <laughs> <I mean>. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know, um, I myself am Mexican, you know. Religion has been in and out of family. I get it. I understand it. It's a big cultural thing. Respect, you know, nothing but but respect. Um, but it's just not for me, you know. I I learned how to navigate without without that base of religion. No, I, I, I um, get what you're saying. 
And so, you I know, mean, like... I would say the same thing, honestly. I'm not... My family is religious, Catholic, all that. Family's Mexican mm-hmm. and all that. Yes, I was religious. I guess you could say I was religious before. But as time went by, I really just kind of... I guess the, the best way to say it stayed away, like, from the church and all that. Oh, yeah, I mean... It just doesn't click. It just doesn't click. No need to force it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's no need to force. Like, there's no other way to say it. But yeah, it's just. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, I mean, I have a whole bunch of stories like that, you know, and I'm glad I do. You know, I think, <laughs> I think that's one thing I'm proud of my my younger self is going out there and kind of just collecting all these stories and memories that I'm sure I'll remember when I'm older. And yeah, I mean, if anything, that's the, like the last thing that you'll take with you once you pass away, or like the last thing that you will have. Um, but you know, let's change the subject a little. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, everything's a blur now. You know, twenty-three, turning twenty-four this year. I feel like I'm actually turning fifty this year. Uh, I'm, I'm done with school. I'm. I'm walking the stage this month on the 24th. Oh, wow, really? Congratulations. Yes, sir. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, five years, I'm finally out. I switched majors. It was a crazy-ass fucking ride. What's major? What From what major to what major? So when I started at Cal State LA, I was a chemistry major. I originally wanted to be a bio major, so my original plan was to do a major switch from chemistry to biology. Oh, wow, okay. Um, but however things didn't really work out i figured that that wasn't the right choice for me it just didn't click with me and you know i wasn't doing that great at school with when i was a chemistry major and that kind of hinted at like hey i should really start considering what other majors i should look at maybe this isn't the right choice for me maybe i'm not the right fit for it and you know you have to really put aside your pride because you know you walk into the school thinking that you know what you want to do and just to find out two years later like or three years later because that was the case for me i was already three years in and i was like dude i am not happy with what i'm doing like this shit sucks you know and to be honest with you a big and very like significant contributing factor in that was the uh the professors at the university um so at that university they, they do have um quite a sum of tenured professors and what usually happens is that since those tenured professors are are significant and they're valued a lot they tend to put in less effort because they know they can get away with it because they're needed i see so the quality of the education just kind of slips through your fingers and you start missing out a lot um so you know it kind of did ruin it for me I can't put the blame fully on them. Obviously, I was struggling a lot with it, too, and I wasn't taking initiative to find the help that I needed. Um, But, you know, as soon as I switched majors, I I switched my major from chemistry to sociology uh, with an an emphasis in gerontology. And I minored. Yeah, I decided to minor in psychology. Could you not? It makes me feel kind of dumb. (laughs) Oh, let me break it down for you. Um, no, 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 I'm, so, no, not, not in that way. Like, it makes me feel dumb. Like, you, you have these, you know, high-rated majors, and I'm like, here simply with the, I just want to be a 
journalist, you know? You, you get what I'm saying? It's like you have these mm. major... Dude, I, think like, you're being, I think you're being a little bit too hard on yourself. I, I don't think know. you are. Maybe, 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 this just, uh, yeah, uh, maybe maybe I just am, but it's like, you know, It, but like when you think about it, it's like, you know, a major in psychology or, you know, chemistry, et cetera, and a major in journalism, it's like, you know... I think that's cool. I mean... Honestly, I mean, that sounds a lot cooler than sociology. Trust me. Because <laughs> in sociology, you're just focusing on all the bad parts. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that You know. I took one very... sociology class. I remember. I fell asleep. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I, I fell asleep. I mean, I've, I've fallen asleep in a lot of lectures. Um, <laughs> but, you know, as a student, it's it's a little weird how I work as a student. Like, um I was just having this conversation earlier with another friend. I, I was telling them that as a student, I don't think I'm a great student. I honestly procrastinate a lot. I can write 10 page papers in like three hours, um, which I did a lot of during the pandemic. Like I would wait until the last day and I would have like two months to write this paper and just cram it in like three hours and I would get like A's on these papers, like nothing. You feel me? Yeah. No, no, no I get you. So you know when it comes to that like i pride myself in the ability to kind of adapt myself to high pressure environments like that and get things done but it necessarily doesn't mean i have good habits that make me into a good student i just i learn how to procrastinate and i learn how to um handle the pressure i just feel like it motivates me more to get things done when i have that oh, pressure on me yeah because it's hard for me sometimes to to get started on things but when I do get started, it, it just tends to flow naturally. So, you know, I've written final papers, term papers, term essays, um, finals that were short answered essays and stuff like that. You know, as the higher you go in the courses, you start focusing on your major courses, you know, just things become a little bit easier because now they're talking about things that interest you. And you already have like a very wide based knowledge of everything. And I'm sure you can apply that to journalism when you write about something that you know about, for example, football. You know, you can go on and on about a soccer player. You can go on and on about a play or a game, you know, things like that. So you can definitely apply it to me with my major and my my whole experience going to college. You know, it was just like that, like. You know, I used to write lab reports for friends or I used to like do stuff like that, you know, it was, I hated it, but, you know, at the end of the day, I think it kind of supported me into becoming a little bit of a more strong writer. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those things that you just pick up naturally, I guess, or at least for me, it was natural. And then this is, this is where I kind of, I do get a little bit kind of judgy or like have a bias because I'm like, okay, if I can do this, then I feel like everyone should be able to. No, and... I okay. Yeah, see that I do understand. It could be a little judging, sure, but mm. you know, it 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 sometimes can make you believe. Like, if I manage to do all of this, then anyone else can. Right, but yeah, like, like you know, but then you also have to realize, oh wait, you know, some people are different. Some people really can't. Mm-hmm. Like, to be honest, like, I don't always feel like the smartest person in the room. So, relatable. when I do, like, what was that? No, relatable. <laughs> Definitely oh. relatable. And, you know, it's it's natural. It's just, I, I, I'm always open 
open-minded to new ideas and conversations and i i tend to like just kind of save all these important conversations or topics that i've heard people discuss and i'm like wow i didn't know that like where was i i missed it like what the hell like those type of conversations are always amazing because one they teach me a lot more about what's going on in the world and two it also lets me kind of look at things from a different perspective which is you know, you know I, important because you know you'll never know what's like you know the stuff that comes out of nowhere you know right yeah so of course you know you have to do fat check and all that stuff but what i like to do is you know i i, I listen i don't necessarily regurgitate what people tell me i inst instead i listen to other people's opinions and that's where i kind of started deducing okay so if this person says this and this person says this what's the middle ground like what where do they both agree mm, yeah and that's where i stand okay I, you I feel mean, me yeah yeah i'm starting to get it yeah so you know as far as that goes you know it's it's always great to have an argument one that's you know uh, that could scholar. really you could really see both sides yeah you know it's kind of like looking through the the glass uh throw the, uh, the glass castle like in terms of an argument like okay like you want to keep everything transparent you know i think one important trait that you have to be it have to have as i'm sure as a journalist is open-minded you know oh yeah because there's some i will admit there's some like obviously i wouldn't write articles you know about soccer leagues well i don't like saying soccer i need to get used to saying because if i say football and be like oh you mean nfl i'm like no i don't fucking watch that shit <laughs> but like yeah you know leagues yeah, i have to talk about leagues have to talk about the clubs you know you always have to give the uh the what's it called like breaking news this is gonna happen or this and that you know but for me i prefer to just be straight up honest not be biased i've seen I always read like articles like ESPN, except like The Sun, The Guardian. We don't talk about The Sun. The Guardian, I mean, it's iffy, but the, you could just tell the way they write. It's like very biased or very harsh on someone, a player or uh, a coach. And I dislike that. I always like call it out, but it's, I just despise when, um, oh, yeah. when, when they do that. And to be honest, yeah, like, um, Within those courses that I had to take for my major, for my degree, uh, uh, sorry, I I had a you I had received yeah, a message. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. <we're> <laughs> <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. Um, you know, working through those courses in order to get to my degree, I I came across a lot of different opinions that I necessarily knew that were wrong, um, just because of textbooks that we had to read you know of course i understand those textbooks are also biased and i respect that as well but it always makes up for a good argument and that's what i really enjoy that that's true actually you know, so, but you I, also gotta admit some textbooks are really outdated oh no like all the textbooks that i had to read for courses were up to date they were recently oh, really? ish, uh, oh, cool. edited and all that stuff yeah no very that's inclusive. that's that's good <laughs> yeah that's i mean really good. We have to stay up to date because we don't want to stay stuck in the past, you know, because then we're fixing problems that don't matter anymore. There you go. Um, so, you know, like sociology was one of those things that I guess kind of called to me just because, one, I'm a minority. Sociology deals with a lot of minority issues, um, a lot of societal issues, and it goes hand in hand with psychology. You know, psychology 
kind of just overall just it's the study of the mind it's, it's the study of the psyche consciousness and when we really dive into it it's what really shapes our consciousness and our our own psyche is the environment that we're in hence society so it kind of goes off of each other so hence why i was like hey you know what it would be such a cool mesh if i did sociology with psychology yeah and yeah honestly that's that that is really a good combination right so it allowed me to see from two different perspectives um one from a very societal standard or a very societal perspective so you know sociological theories that was a course i had to take um society and mental illness uh society and older uh aging adults no honestly now that you thought now that you mentioned it i mm. think that's a good idea to have both you know those those two like not classes but like the majors combined because mm -hmm. it would help a lot of people understand even more rather than just stick mm -hmm. with one. You get what you get what I'm trying to say? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's kind of why I was uh, that's like one thing I would advise people that are listening in and want some tips about, you know, going into school or, you know, we have some college students here listening as well like it never hurts to minor in something. Just make sure it's related to your major. Yeah, that definitely. Cuz you're going to learn the same thing over and over and it's just going to stick to you naturally because you're going to hear it over and over again. Well, obviously you know. don't overwhelm yourself because overwhelming yeah, yourself in, in in school it's you know, don't do not. Yeah. Take uh, your yeah. time. Do not rush through it. Do not take out loans. Okay, loans I get it. They're they're also, you know, helpful. But don't take out too much. Don't don't. No, yeah, of course. It's yeah, it's when... not worth it. <laughs> You know, one thing I'm actually proud uh, to say is I don't owe money for my whole undergrad. Really? No loans? You never took out loans? Mm -mm. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I kid yeah. you not. I'm really because you get you yeah. can, you start you can start with your um with your career, and you wouldn't That's, have to worry yeah. about paying anything back. Right. You know? Um. No, I agree. I mean, to be honest with you, right out of getting an undergrad depending on what you major it's really it's like for me for example like i'm struggling right now to find something that's related to my field of study uh, in terms of like careers and stuff like that i know what i want to be like my end goal like i would love to be an mft um wait an that MFT? helps so an mft stands for marriage and family Ther therapist i was actually so I... gonna look it up right now there you go a marriage and family therapist yes that's sir. actually so... very very necessary Oh, from, yeah. from like what I you know from I feel like it's been so there's so always so many problems within family within marriage I feel like we we need more of those too right and I, I agree with that I mean like I come from a family or a marriage my parents my parents marriage uh a divorce a broken marriage so oh, wow, okay so you, you have know, experience you know what you're you know you know what you're talking yeah about. Or to a sense, yeah, like I, I got to see and live through that and in a way it did affect me. However, I would like to implement, you know, hope or, you know, just provide whatever assistance and advice and counseling that I can to those couples and so children, it doesn't especially. Happen, it doesn't happen to someone else. Right, of course. Or like just find things that we can mitigate the damage that happens onto the child because it leaves a very strong imprint on a young kid you know like for me i was seven when my parents decided to split or finalize their, their divorce so 
you know, I mean, as a kid, you don't fully understand what's happening. And, you know, everything happens so quick. You need someone there to kind of break it down for you and just break it down in terms that you can understand as a kid. Um, if, if you don't mind me asking, what, how old were you when that happened? Uh, I was seven. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not the best timing to do that. I get it. You know, if they have to divorce, they have to divorce. But uh, right. the kids get affected, you know. And then, right. which, if you don't, also, if you don't mind, if, if it's personal, you, you don't need to answer What's okay. which which parent did you live with? Um, with me, it was my mother. So I, I yeah. So my mom was the primary caregiver. Um, my dad, I would see him like every other week or so. But okay. you know, I mean, under my my home circumstances, it wasn't. I didn't get to see him as often I as I wish I get to. Um, which of course had a strain on my relationship with him as an adult. However, I was able to kind of polish things over with him and kind of start nurturing a relationship with him so things are on better terms now that's that's you know that's good there's some people that you know would leave it as is right and then others were like you know what we're adults let's fucking okay no more none of yeah. this bullshit let's actually just you know bury the hatchet and you know try and fix this you know broken connection yeah of course and you know i want to be a part of that process someone in the middle that can that can be that buffer and allow for these changes to happen. However, not allow them to really have such a very deep and like deep rooted impact in a child. Cause you know, like you want to avoid that. Yeah. You want to avoid. Well, it's unavoidable. It's it's still going to affect. Yeah. But just kind of mitigate the damage. Yeah. You know, keep it as low as possible. Like have, have low, just have, you know, less of an impact. Obviously it's still going to impact the the kids, but. Mm-hmm. Not as bad as, as it would right. have, as it would normally be, without without you know without the help. Of course, you know, like a kid going through a divorce may not understand why their parents are getting a divorce, and hence might think that they're the reason why they're getting the divorce. Oh my god, I've heard stories, and that's yeah. horrible. That's really horrible. Like yeah. the kid would blame, and then like having the blame in your head. And as you grow mm-hmm. older, it, it does it does a lot of damage. Like I I've right. been told some things, and it's just it's not it's not really it's not pretty. It's not really really it's not yeah. really pretty to to hear and see. Yeah, so I mean, that's something I would like to do in the future. Open up my own office, have my own business, stuff like that. Um, my question, I, I mm-hmm. it may sound a little personal. But like mm-hmm. now, now that you say that, does that mean like you're already living on your own, or are you still living with a parent? Uh, I'm actually still living with my mom. Uh, I'm oh. living here in the house with her. Um, she's she's older. I'm the last of uh, three, or four. Sorry. Oh, I see. So I have three siblings. I have two sisters and are a brother. You... I'm the youngest. You're the young. Okay, you're the youngest. Yeah. So, Lucky you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm the oldest, and I have like I have more of the responsibilities. That's well, take it's, out it's, the little one and all that. So, it's a gift and a curse because a lot of the pressures do end up falling onto you as a youngest yeah. kid. You know, expectations and all this. You know, and then the gift is the like, way. you know, you're the oldest. You're not, you're trying to show them, try to have them listen to you. It's like, don't do this, don't do that. Well, as the youngest, like I'm the youngest, so I have older siblings. Well, yeah, so. no, but like the older siblings will have to do that. Like for me, I would have to show what they shouldn't do. What they should do, you know, what's good, what's bad. Right, no, of course. It's a lot of pressure on the whole family, to be honest. It doesn't matter whether you're born middle, first, or last. True. 
um, there's still some sort of pressure there, you know. You have the pressure of figuring out who you are as a middle child. As the oldest, you have the pressure of paving the way for your younger siblings. And as yeah, the youngest, you yeah. have the pressure of following the oldest steps and trying to become as successful as they do or even overcome that that barrier, you know. And it's a lot more different when you have immigrant parents, you know. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a lot more different. It's very, very, yeah. Because sometimes the culture still stays in and it's like the old, the oldest one would 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 like the parents would be so strict when the oldest one was born and then once mm-hmm. the youngest one it's like it's always the youngest one has less restrictions and then um yeah and and, and i don't know maybe i kind of don't like that but at the same time i understand mm. and if if i'm honest i'll probably do the same to be like really strict <laughs> and if i have another kid i'll be like yeah, I'm going to take it easy on you. <laughs> it's unfair, mm-hmm. but there's a reason. There's always a reason. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't apply those pressures. It's I would treat everyone the same if I were to have kids, you know, be supportive. Um, I don't know yet. I mean... I mean, yeah, you're, you're too young. Yeah, well, we're, we're young. We're still young. Yeah. You know, we're not... <laughs> Ideally, I guess. Yeah, I would like to have kids. Ideally. But, like, I guess in general, do you see yourself, like, wanting to have a, a kid of your own? Oh, I mean, as who I am, I know I would I would be able to, like, be that that father figure, just because I didn't I have that father figure in my own life, you know. Yeah. Um, so you know I I know what I would want to do, and stress as you know a future father and stuff like that. That's good. Um, but you know I mean it just depends on the situation because it also depends on your partner and their parenting style. Because mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. does it does have a big impact, um, and just what values and morals you really want to share onto your your children. You know, do you want them to be hard workers? Do you want them to be more laid back? Do you want them to most be... definitely? I'll probably keep the hard working thing like still going. Yeah. Honestly, there's yeah, there's nothing wrong with pres- uh, perseverance and you know those attributes that make an individual successful. Like I agree. So, you know, there's a lot of traits that um, that make a person successful. So I know for a fact per- uh, perseverance is one of them. And, yeah, like those, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think that's one trait I would for sure um, push on to my, my children if I were to have kids in the future. That's good. Yeah. Like we're getting to um, learn more about you, what you want, you know? Oh, it's, well, it's yeah, I mean. Ex- it's exciting. Because, I mean, you're kind of a step closer to that. Because you you already graduated, you don't you know, you got nothing else to worry about. The only thing you you I, the only thing you'll worry about is you know finding a career basically. Well, I'm st- I'm still thinking about going back to school. Oh, you do? Yeah, I, uh, I'm looking into uh, graduate school. Oh, um, that's not bad. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you, I have two sisters. I'm um, I'm going back to school. I stopped going for four years because of you know my my job, the, the store that I work um, in. Which, by like, the way, yeah. some people already know I work at a mini market. Um, hey, but that's a perfect place to start. But honestly, it takes way, way too much time. Way to the point where I just I, I don't like online classes. I despise them. So I wouldn't. I mean, you know, my parents keep telling me, just take online classes. Like, why do you have to go in for? Because it's better to learn in person. It really is. It makes a huge difference. So I it's just, different for everyone. Yeah. It, well, yeah, well, for some, it, but it, it's a huge difference. You could you could compare it quickly or easily. 
So yeah, I, I get ho- it. Hopefully, I can return on, on in August. Mm-hmm. But if not, most likely it's gonna be uh, next year February. Which, if I do go in February, it will be four years. Like it will be four years since I haven't been to. Uh, well, last time I went to Elac. Um, mm-hmm. but if I go this this August, which it seems very unlikely, it would be three and a half years. But still, I mean, I've been literally trying to get back to class, but and I feel like I mean, damn it, four years has went by, and I'm you know. Haven't even managed to finish my my G my fucking GEDs. I think you're comparing yourself to other people, though. Follow your own timeline, man. There's and, no rush. No, well, yeah, but when I say that, like before, when I say that now, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. You know, if I graduate by thirty, I'll graduate by thirty. It doesn't matter. It's, what matters is I mean, that I have my degree while I have the experience, so I can add that to my resume every time I want to look for a you know, a career. They'll, they'll see it and it's like, okay, this guy took his time. However, he has internships. He has this, he has that. We can, mm-hmm. you know, give him a, you know, a position here, this and that. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. I, before I used to see it as time wasting, but now I see it as like, okay, just take it easy. There's no rush. Mostly people start mm-hmm. their careers in like their thirties. No. Yeah. I mean, cause we're Gen Z. Yeah. We are Gen Z. I mean, <laughs> I don't like the generation. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I this, agree. I oh, this generation just, is the worst. Okay, the, yeah, they, they're too fucking soft. You can't tell the truth, or it's illegal to hurt some people's feelings. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I heard this great argument. It says freedom of speech means that you're gonna offend someone. And whether you get offended or not is up to uh, is up to you, you know, as a person who's getting criticized or being told something, you know, it's all up to us whether we decide to be offended or not. Uh, yeah. It's whether we decide to put aside our ego or pride or anything like that. And that's what I mean. It's about being open minded. If someone's open to being criticized, then it can't necessarily hurt you. Like if you get called like, hey, you uh, just for example. Like, hey, um, you, uh, you illiterate um, piece of shit, like, go back to whatever you were doing before even coming to school. Like, okay, you don't think I'm, I'm intellectual enough to have a one-on-one yeah. conversation or even be a part well, of this? Like, there's there's a difference between, like, freedom of speech and just, just being flat-out fucking, like, rude or, you know, mm-hmm. just flat-out. I don't out... think there's a big difference. Uh, I, I, I see that's a difference because it's freedom of speech. It's like you can say what you believe. You can say, but if you're just trying to be rude to someone purposely, like if you're just trying to, like that's that's not freedom of speech. It's like okay, just shut up. Like it's not being offended. It's more yeah. like you're annoyed. You're like okay, bro. Like you're not you're not saying anything of of meaning. You're just here to fucking get me mad. You know? Right. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I see, see the difference. I always see the difference between just. Freedom of speech is like, yes, you could say anything. You could say an opinion. You could say something, a statement. There's a difference between that and then just just talking shit to, to make the other person <laughs> mad. Like, that's... No. Yeah. Or say, like, well, literal, literally some racist shit. It's like, no, that's not really freedom of speech. You're just causing... An, right. Uh, just, you're just causing See. anger or a riot or something. Like, don't, don't yeah. do that. Okay. I, I agree with you on that. But, however... 
freedom of speech speech itself is a form of expression well that so see that express that's something that's what lets it happen you get what i'm saying because it's yeah it's still a form I, but, yeah but we all have to so, have common sense into like okay let's not say this because you're not i think what we express sorry no no yeah sorry I, I agree with you and i hear you like but i think what we lack is kind of a generation is more of compassion we're a little bit more caught up with our own lives. And I understand we all want to live better lives and not have to, you know, necessarily work ourselves to the bone and being paid at such low rates, just like our predecessors. Of course, like our siblings that are much older than us who were millennials or, you know, baby boom generation, which my parents belong to, you know, it's... Which, which is baby boomer? So baby boom is right after the sec- um the Great Depression, people began to have a lot more babies. So people were coming back from the war, decided to have babies. What, what year babies. would that be regarded? Uh, I think 1960s. What's or, the ni- what's 1970s? 1970s, I think. Or hold on, let me check because I forget too. I should check too. <laughs> I mean, I have my computer on. Like, that's how we're recording, so I could do that really quickly. It was uh, oh 1930s. Sorry. Yeah, that wait, that's way off. okay. Gen. Generation. So that's when baby boomers were starting What's to generation uh, X? be born. Generation X. So my X parents, is... well, our parents would be Generation X. Mm. It's between, well, yeah, your between parents. 19... Well, how old are your parents? Uh, between forty-five and sixty. My my mom is sixty-seven or sixty-six. Oh, wow. My dad okay. is. Yeah, my dad is. Oh, you, that's way before uh, fucking. Gen- your your parents are like before Generation. Baby that's, boom, yeah, or that's baby that. boomers. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's what it is. <laughs> no, my parents are oh. Generation X. At which, um. honestly, like yes, uh, generations prior to Generation Z have had their you know terrible moments. Let's be real here. Generation Z is way worse than all like the previous generations. It's mm-hmm. it's it, it's ridiculous. Like I'm I'm just gonna be flat out like. We have dumbass fucking kids, teens, young adults, etc. That are, it's just no. No, and I, I mean, look. To be honest, the way I see it is, I think our generation realizes our self worth. You feel me? Like, I say I know, I know half I'm... of the generation. Okay, so most of us, person. Most of it, like I, like I'm just gonna be flat out honest. I see have been fucking stupid and then maybe the other half or half of that half knows their value mm. knows what they should be doing this and that right um and yeah there's some truth to that i believe like you know i'm not saying everyone's priorities are the same however like the values that we tend to share are similar however there's small differences here and there that make no, very yeah. very big impacts like our generation is one of the most like politically active in how but there's in politics that's that's good but also the problem is and you you may or may not agree you know some people would agree some people won't is that mm. although some although we are politically active sometimes we don't know what the fuck we're saying you know <laughs> and you, you gotta yeah. admit like some people are saying some nonsense and then when you actually stop and think about it you're like no, Wait, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make it. What the fuck are we saying? Yeah. But some that are politically active know what they're saying, and then you know it's it's best to support those people. You know. And yeah, no, I mean, 
I agree. Like, I think our generation should put a little bit more time or for those that tend to speak um, without be, necessarily be, reviewing yeah, the material. Be, before people say, no, I'm not saying don't be politically active. Be politically active, but know what the fuck you're saying and know what's best. Because we're right. the next leaders. No, we yeah, have, of course. We, everybody has to know that. So no, we should be aware of what the hell we're saying. But don't let me say. tell you something. We are the generation that's going to be the like fucked the most. If we, we think about SSI, once we hit 65, 67, who even knows if they push the retirement age for us? Because, you know, in France, they already did. Paris, they already did. They you know, did? Yeah, they did. There's riots going on over there. Like, trash was being left on the streets. Everyone was on strike because they were pushing the retirement age. Oh, so <laughs> France has that been dealing with their own shit and that it's crazy. Like if that were to happen here, like which already happened, it went from 65 to 67 here already. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, they're, they're basically the age of retirement. You have to be 67 and then boom. You're, yeah. You're so they're having us work longer in order to get our benefits. However, with our generation, we're not even guaranteed those benefits. Okay, see, yeah. Because was... SSI is already running out of money, and that's because there's not as many people working. That reminds me, I'm not going to say much, but I do have a, a, I, I've heard stories about SSI for some people. And mm. just, SSI is a you know, piece of shit. <laughs> uh, it is. Like, although they're strict with their rules, strict with everything, they're still a piece of yeah. shit. I mean, let's, let's be fucking for you here. Yeah, entire, like, I mean. Yeah. In terms of like the whole, for those who don't know what SSI is, let's let's try to be inclusive here. SSI oh, stands yeah. for Social Security Income, which you are able to claim once you've hit a certain age that meets the requirement. In well, order not to begin just a those. certain age, but it's like they have different, I guess, categories of how you can still get income out of it. From what I've heard, right? Too, so right, there's it there's other be, forms It doesn't as well. have to be uh, retirement. It could be other things. But it's mostly used but for it's mostly, retirement. Yeah, it's mostly used for retirement. It's the money that will keep us afloat once we stop working, once we retire. That's that's part of where our money will come from. And this this it has a very big impact in our later years once we've reached past, you know, the years of sixty seven. You know, we're already old. We can't can't work as long or long hours or do as much as we could when we were younger. So that money is necessarily meant for us to keep us sustained in our until, later years of life. Until we like we die, basically. <laughs> until we die, basically, yeah. So each month you would receive a stipend, a certain amount, based on how much you've made and how much um, you were taxed, federally taxed on your your income. Um, or, or I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's federally um, federally taxed. Yeah. So depending on how many years you've worked in how much you decided to chip in of your paycheck into your federal or your SSI. Um, that will tell you or give you an idea of how much you would get in those later years. Hence why it's such a big topic among Gen Z because one, we're, the minimum wage is $15. And if you're living in a high cost... Um, that That's the issue by minimum wage. Is that if we, yeah. people don't realize... Some people do realize because they watch the news or they, they just know. And some people are like, I've actually have talked to people who don't watch the news at all. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why? <laughs> you, you it's, it's, better, it's best to be inf uh, well informed ahead of time. Um, mm -hmm. And so, uh, I just lost my train of thought. What the fuck was I saying? Well, 
here let me let me maybe once me while I try to regroup yeah well, I can <laughs> continue that so uh, another thing is that uh based on what you were saying it's oh, I just remembered <laughs> go for it, go for it. continue it but yeah I lost min- my train of thought min- minimum wage every time it yeah. goes up everything's gonna go up no matter what nothing is stopping it that's the mm-hmm. unfortunate part like Yes, it's best to fucking raise the minimum wage, but everything's gonna go up. Everything, every price, everything you buy is gonna go up. That's why it's best like to stick with something and you know with a certain amount, and that's it. And then the only way to earn more is basically get a raise. I I mean it sounds it sounds fucked up, yeah, but getting a raise would 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 help avoid touching the minimum wage. Cause keep in mind, minimum wage is for the entire either city, state. Or country, because each state has a different minimum wage. Yeah. So each state, yeah. if they increase it, they will increase everything else, no matter what. That they, they have to. Right. And they base and, it and, off of the federal minimum wage. Exactly. And because they change it, it, those, let's say, our minimum wage is $20, and then they raise everything. Those $20 are now going to feel like we're back to 15 or we're back to 10 5 et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, you you hit a lot of points, and to be honest with you, it's it's just crazy because, like, for example, if we live in a big metropolitan city like Los Angeles, you're you can automatically assume that the cost of living here is so high because one, it's a tourist uh, spot. Yes, a lot it's of people, a spot. Yep. a lot of people come here to have a good time, just like it is in Miami, or just how it is in Las Vegas, or just how it is any other large city with a lot of um a lot of people coming in and out of the city like we pay higher in taxes uh we pay higher in um the prices like food right now is so fucking expensive and that's a whole another issue by itself that's because one we're funding a war that we can't even afford between two different countries ukraine and russia yeah which i have no fucking clue why we're doing that Yes, Ukraine is I, I, like somewhat of an ally. Cause, uh, it's not only that; it's it's more about ideals. Um, we are, we are a democratic country, and it's well within our responsibility to try to stand up for other democratic countries that are facing tyranny. No, see, other... I understand that, but when yeah. you see your own country kind of crippling down, mm-hmm. you know, as the leader, you'd be like, okay, I need to take care of my people. You know, the people that voted for me. Mm-hmm. To be in the office, mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't and, help, it, yeah. but prioritize who comes first, and then you can help out. And I agree. I mean, it's 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 like the saying goes: like you you rather throw a um, a lifesaver to someone drowning than jumping into the water and saving a drowning person because you're most likely gonna drown. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, or I'm not sure how this, the saying goes, but it's something along those lines, right? So, you know, of course we have our own problems. Like, we have so many fucking societal problems. You know, we have what happened with the BLM riots. What happened with a whole bunch of, you know, like, for example, um, school shootings that, that's affecting the country. You know, we have all these, um, uh, um, the economy of the, the country. You know, like, we have all these problems that we need to solve. However, I, I, I'm i not saying it's wrong to lend a helping hand, but I agree with you. It's Let's try to provide ourselves with some stability before we before extend we the hand out. Yeah. It's like, it's like, how do I, how do I, it's like literally 
you know, the best way to explain it is like if you're having problems yourself, you can't really help out other people if you're still dealing with them, you know? Right. Right. And I agree. Like, I'll look at everything like food is expensive. Gas is expensive. Everything is going up in price because we have, I mean, how can it not? We're spending so much money to send over military um, weapons. Like, I think they, I think I read that they just passed um, another uh, financial aid to Ukraine, another 1.2 billion. Another one? Yep, another 1.2 billion. And, to, and then didn't, um, didn't they recently say that this country's going to run out of money? Oh, yeah, the bank's credit. Yeah. Like, you see, no, like we're, we're doing the opposite of what we should be doing in, in reality. Yes, it's okay right. to help. First, focus on, you know, your your own country. You know, right. it's, we're not doing fucking well. Well, here's another thing, and this is where I will, like, put my foot down. It's, I think we're too divided and yeah i mean like in political groups like yeah we have republicans and democratics but i know we both stand for different things but so i, I will be honest i used to be um, very democratic very you know on the no, democratic side yeah no, but I, I as, mean, same. as time went by i'm oh i'm more in the middle now i like to hear out the republicans side of you know what to improve I like to hear on Democratic side on what we can also improve. However, I will agree both sides can both be extreme, and extreme and do and do stuff that okay, stop. You know, like no, like, right. and then some people are like oh, like just because I agree with one idea, and this is where you're talking about the divide. Like just because I agree with one idea of the Republican side, and that's it. And it's like oh my god, you're Republican. Oh my god, you're racist. I'm like. No, I'm just listening to what we need to be fixed. You know, if Republicans and Democrats or in any party all together can work together, we can fix this. Right. And I agree. I mean, that's the one thing I do agree with. I don't think we hear each other out. Or to be honest, I think it's more like the liberals rather than the conservatives because I feel like the conservatives always listen with open ears. That However, See, I might have to say that that's kind of wrong. Unfortunately, it's equally both. They don't just want to. They both don't want to listen to each other. That that's the big mm. that what I've seen. They just do not want to listen to each other. Well, I'm, okay, I'm not talking about the whole conservative party, but I'm I'm talking about those that kind of identify as conservatives. Oh, well, I'm, in I'm both just... sides, no, like if people who identify it in either party. No, I know, but I, what I'm trying to say is, my statement was kind of a generalization, which I didn't mean to make such a generalization. But what I meant to say was that there are some conservatives that do lend an open ear. And however, when they try to rebuttal a argument with their own ideals or own ideas, then liberals are right away so quick to say, no, you're racist. No, yeah, you... well, to see that, right? Yeah, I would agree with yeah, you. Yeah, you know, so that's what I'm saying. And it's the same thing with conservatives, because now when with liberals, they support LGBTQ. And there's been countless reports of, you know, adopted parents that are that are, you know, either a part of the uh, LGBTQ plus association um yeah let's let's there's so much we could talk about yeah there is but we're not we're not gonna deal with that right now that's yeah it's a really touchy subject it is because any any one any wrong saying or any say any statement we say that would offend someone from that group it's instant like you know 
instant hatred or instant no, calling us like, oh, you're homophobic. When let's be real here, the word homophobic, people are using it incorrectly. Does people do people know what a phobia or phobic is? It means you're scared of. Mm. You know. Mm. Well, no. If you're thinking about scientific terms, homophobic. Or no, phobic no, 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 no. Phobic, means... phobic, phobia. Phobic. Like okay, but it's not phobia. It's it's used phobic. Phobic is more as um, dislike. Um, it's more. Really? I always saw it as more so phobia. Because it's. Well, because phobia, it's... phobia is a different meaning. Phobia is more of. Actually, like... I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, go for it. Let's look it up. Having on. Well, see, no, no, you're, you, look, I put phobic. I'm, I'm looking it up. Uh, having an, or involving an extreme or irrational fear of an aversion to something. So phobic Do you know what aversion and, means? Uh, actually, I'm going to. Look up aversion. A strong dislike. Oh, wow. Okay. There's something <laughs> new every day. Do you learn something? There you go. Know, I, I'm, I'm glad to learn something. But I guess I never really put attention. So that's why I see it more as the first meaning, you know? Involving an extreme or irrational fear. Right. I mean, that's because it has a connection with psychology. Again. So, so the aversion, yeah. I will admit, that's a new part of the definition I did not know. So I always paid more attention to just the main, you know, uh, definition. Phobic, phobia. Then, yeah. It means you're scared of, or scared of something. So right. the aversion, I will admit, that's new to me, but... I, I throughout all this time throughout before I found out about this literally right now I always thought the the usage of the word is like incorrect. Right. Because, you know phobic phobia literally the first thing you do is it's a fear of. You know, mm-hmm. but now 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 yeah. that you know now that uh I'm I'm fucking reading this right now, I I understand you know I understand okay no that's you know. that's perfect I'm I'm glad I was able to assist you with okay, that so because... now they're using the word correctly yeah there you go but then again okay <laughs> but back back to the main point um huh. th- they usually just jump immediately and say, oh my god you're homophobic oh my god this and that well because i think with a lot of people it's linear the way of thinking is very linear but i don't i don't think that's like when it comes to politics and all that stuff it's impossible to think of things as linear True. you know there's a <laughs> lot of loopholes there's a lot of things that we find manners and orders to kind of just kind of use it but also to kind of use it against the other you know the other side yeah of course there's a lot of gray areas and they're left there for obvious reasons to navigate yourself out of a sticky discussion for example like the one we're having you know (laughs) like there's so many gray areas and um, it's it's something that i think we all have to kind of i mean it's honestly it's more of my idealism things or like just being optimistic and being not really set in reality for example but like ideally and i say ideally very strongly and i know that's not gonna it's not gonna get there but ideally i feel like we should become a little bit more united i'm not saying fully agree with each other and stuff like that but i think we need to meet halfway. a compromise yeah, uh, yeah meet, exactly. meet halfway. compromise exactly you know it's it's, it's oh my God. i would awesome. love for that to happen However, right? I know. It's not realistically, gonna realistically, it's never. Gonna you know, happen. we always want to be right. We ain't being wrong. Um, that's just as we are, you know. And I, I mean, the the way that we're going at right now, it's just I don't know. I feel like it's just going downhill more and more and more. Yeah, it's it's but, gonna be know. hard, a lot harder to actually become united now. 
Yeah, no. I mean, these are just topics I, I usually tend to gravitate towards just because I I love to hear people's opinions about this stuff, you know? Like, I learn something new always, you know? So, like, for example, like, I learned the other day, I was talking to a friend, he was, he identifies as um, being conservative, and we're talking about gun rights. And, you know, when, when uh, he was speaking about it, yeah, we, we, we come from different perspectives. I live here in a very overly populated area of Los Angeles. There's a lot of people that live in South Central. So gun violence is quite, it's, it's quite often that we hear about it here, you know, yeah, like the sure. other, the other month, you know, we had our neighbor like shoot at a car and shit like that. Like that's normal shit. here. It's sad that it's normalized. It, it but sucks. It's yeah. It sucks that it's so normal. We're just like, eh, that's happening, you know? But when you take that gun and you place it in a different situation, let's say you live in like the skirts of the middle of nowhere and you have to hunt for your own food. Like I understand the use of guns for that. However, but if you have someone knocking at your door and like your neighbor is like three miles away from you, like no one should be knocking at your door at three in the morning when you live literally in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You feel me? That's when you're suspicious, and that's where I understand where having a weapon can make you feel safe. Yeah, th there you go. But you also, me? at the same time, the the kind of weapon, because now now it's like people, like oh, no, I, yeah. just, I need an, an AR, I need an assault rifle. Mm. No, you don't. No, <laughs> a handgun is more than enough to and to I, protect yourself. And I agree. I agree. Um, however, for those people that live out there. Do you think a handgun can take down a bear? Okay, see, in that situation, it would be a hunting rifle. That's, and that's no, what I'm telling you. A hunting rifle. And that's rifle. what I'm telling you. Yeah, and that's what I'm telling you. It's it's the it's the, the category of gun that you decide to have. I, yeah, so in, in that situation, then, each state, depending on how the setting is, you know, like what area they're but, at, or what do they have, should have specific type of laws. That yeah, but are... that's where sorry continue continue no but what i was saying is like they should have s specific type of laws in their region in their area so for example in the middle in the middle of you know of the u.s it's always like more mm -hmm. forest more all of that so your hunting rifle would be okay you know if you're here in in fucking you know california in la or you know san francisco etc a handgun should be more than enough you know yeah but this is where I, I tell you because geographically, California has mountains as well where people live and they're miles away from cities. Which so, I always, I don't know, I always find those houses are like, who wants to live there? People that want to stay away from the city that don't like rowdy areas and stuff like that. Like, ideally, I would no, love to some houses, stay. some houses are like the way they're built and attached to on the side of the mountain. It's, it's scary. I don't like it. It's, no, of and course, and, and it comes with its own risk, and I'm sure people take that into account, but at this point, it's like, I feel that would be a little bit too limiting, and I get it, like, we need to figure something out, we do, because this is where it gets really, really complicated, yeah, it, and this it, is where people say we need does. stronger background checks, you know, like, I get that, but it's just... I still, believe, it, actually, on the, on the strict background checks, honestly. I agree. Or, or any really psychological, gun, any psychological test. No, I agree. But if someone really wants a gun, there's other means to get those, other ways to meet those needs. True. You know, 
True. You know. But uh, honestly, I might have to stick with with that with that idea of background checks and psychological psychological tests. I, at least it's better for me to say that than say I'll oh, ban all guns. I get that a gun is necessary. I'm not saying ban all guns either. Yeah, because some I'm people are saying, like, "Oh, yeah. ban ban everything." I'm like, no. You know, the least we could do is. Uh, what I really think we need is we need stronger gun control laws, you know. And, and then, like, only allow a certain type of gun on certain type of regions, you know. When it's the mountains mm-hmm. and all that, okay, the highest you can allow is literally a hunting rifle. Mm-hmm. And then if you're in the city, a handgun, is, that's, that's it. That's it. You, you don't need no fucking AR. You don't need no, you know. Mm-hmm. That, that's just me. Some people can disagree with me, whatever. But it's, I don't know. It just, it's getting out of hand in the, in the U.S. with all the school shootings and all that. And not just school oh, shootings, yeah. just shootings in general. Mm-hmm. And then we get made fun of, like, every other country around the world. They see us as a, a circus. The U.S. Yeah. is literally a circus. Well, because the people are so pivoted against each other. That's that's what I mean. And They make fun of us because we can't come together. Exactly. When... And then what's, uh, what was I going to say? But what's what's funny is, like, they're laughing at it, but like, there's no one to blame but ourselves for, for having, you know, mm-hmm. for making ourselves look like a fucking circus. <laughs> I see. I yeah. genuinely like some people. I don't know. We're the best country in the world. Like how? In what regard? Like we're not the we're best. Not. We're, we're not fucking the best. Okay. Stop being so delusional. Admit it. We're a fucking yeah. circus. We're not doing well. We have a gigantic debt uh, nationwide. Like, no, mm-hmm. no. But, you know, agree yeah. to disagree with some people. They can just say whatever. Yeah, and, I, and I agree with that, you know. And that's that's where I mean. It's like, it's it's not that hard to just listen. Yeah. I feel like that's the right first right step. Just listen. Yeah, exactly. Just, just fucking listen. Like, shut and up. And then you can share your side. And then I'll listen exactly. to you. Exactly. And if I disagree with something, let's talk about that. Let's yeah, expand let's, on that. We're gonna we're gonna you know give each other a rebuttal and listen to each other's rebuttal. Okay. Exactly. Oh my God. Sim- similar <laughs> to what we're doing right now. So exactly there yeah. you go. Like you rebuttaled and like no, it's like for example the phobic uh, definition. There you go. Right. I listen to you. I'm like okay, let me look it up. And then boom, I mm. learned something new. There you go. Now yeah. it makes me understand. Okay, they're using the word correctly. <laughs> yeah. And you know it's. It's just, it's, yeah, it's just And then for some people listening to this, see, see how easy it is to listen to each other's rebuttal or fucking um, argumentative uh, point that they're trying to make. Just listen, just wait, listen, like, and actually listen. Don't just let them talk. Listen. And then if you can make a rebuttal, go for it. If you can't, there you go. You you have a declared winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's not focus about winning. Let's just well, not winning, but like a declare, like like who, who. Let's focus on solutions. On solutions rather than winning. winning. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's gonna take that and say, you know what? I gotta win. <laughs> like, you know, it's it's a conversation at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. So Which, yeah, I, I, I didn't mean, think we were gonna pull. I didn't think we were gonna go to fucking po- politics. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's the first well, episode for season four. Uh, hey, I'm, I mean, a lot of things are happening in the world right now. Honestly, yeah. I mean, this this podcast is about everything. That's why it says scuffed and unfiltered. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. fucked, and you know, we'll say what's on our mind. Right. So, hundred percent, hundred percent speaking off of the top of my dome. 
No, none of this was scripted. I promise. No one's yeah, holding not, a gun to my head. No, the only, I guess the only part that's scripted is that we talk about what should we talk about. Like, okay. Like, I guess the only thing, well, sometimes I do. I sometimes mm-hmm. write down literally, okay, what can we talk about on this episode? And that's right, it. No. Like, I don't point out, I don't make a whole ass essay. Like, you know what? I'm going to read it off. No. Mm-hmm. I'll just read off, okay, the points or like the list of things I should talk about in this episode. Things I should talk about in right. this episode with this guest. Things I should talk about by myself, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, just FYI to all the listeners, um, this this conversation was not planned. Like yeah, that we at all. did yeah. not plan anything. We just said that we'll improvise, we'll, we'll think on the spot, and then that's it. Yeah. P- plus, it's been you. literally like, I'll fucking pull it out again. Um, let's see, last episode we did together. What's in? There we go. Let me see. Can I? There we go. Well, it doesn't say the date, but January of 2022. So it's been a year, okay? <laughs> Since oh, you, yeah. me, and you, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna name it part two, because you know, right. part one we we did we did talk about it, which is part part two is gonna be a lot longer. But yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, so. <laughs> so the bio says for this episode, it says, honestly, the title says it all. In this episode, we keep ourselves more grounded with our new guests, which is you, uh, sharing how we met to sharing moments in our life that completely change us. Part, <laughs> Listen to this. Part two coming next week? Question mark? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, next hmm. year. Let's put low. <laughs> there it is. I mean, next you year. were right with the who knows part. Who knows? Now we're back. <laughs> After a long break of not being able to record, some people are like, "Did you stop? Like, did you just quit?" And I'm like, "No, I'm, I'm coming back. I just oh, yeah. don't know when. I don't know when it's appropriate, but I do plan to come back." Well, I'm, I'm very honored that you, you decided Dude. to do this, this episode with me. Of you course, know, glad I'm back. I mean, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, so, you know, I can have you as a reoccurring guest, a co-host. Honestly. Um, oh yeah, that sounds like fun. Just you know, F F Y to the to the listeners. There's some co-hosts that will not make an appearance anymore. I'm not gonna say names. You guys can figure it out. You guys all gossipy and shit, so you guys can figure out who's <laughs> not coming on and who's not. Like last season or season three, um, well not season three, but I, I think even season two. Mm. Uh. Oh no! The, the those people made their their last appearance on season one actually. Wow! Wow! Okay. I'm like looking because there's some ep- I will admit there's some episodes deleted on on Spotify. I had to mm-hmm. delete them because of the backlash I received. And um. yeah, so let's all get gossipy right now. Now do <laughs> let's end the <laughs> let's end this episode with some gossips. Um, okay. Well. I did get backlash uh, on s- from certain people. However, uh-huh. do I regret saying their names? It's half. I'm not gonna lie to you. Half okay. because first half would be I'm, I, it was stupid. I'm gonna be honest. It was really really mm-hmm. dumb for doing it. But like I said, the other episodes, the ones that I deleted, yes, I will say I do regret it. It's uh, the backlash was correct on that i was just speaking mm-hmm. out of emotion 
which guys you should never do. <laughs> Don't do not speak out of emotion. I learned that the hard way, and now I, I this... just yeah. <laughs> Sorry, speaking about that, speaking out of emotion, I have this great saying in order to uh, remind ourselves not to react, but rather respond. There's a big difference between the two. Yeah, no, you're not wrong so, there. You're completely not wrong there. So Reacting it's always... and responding is completely, you know. So, it, you know, it, I... it, it took me a while to... I guess you could say calm myself down on situations like that. That would I would just immediately react. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's um, now now I could just respond or just you know like breathe in, breathe out. Type like I'm not saying exactly that, but types of 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 uh, communication, you know, of, just yeah. interaction. And then sometimes I socialization, can, you know, yeah. Uh, I think what's the word? I've used the word before. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna look for it. Yeah. Interface. Communicate. I'm, I'm, okay, there you go. I found it. So I'm, I'm starting to be a little bit more stoic. Stoic. Oh, okay. Yeah. So because I will be honest, I've endured a lot throughout this. The, after pandemic, the moment like. You know what? No, starting twenty twenty, uh, <laughs> to I guess this day, like I've been, I've endured a lot, way more than I, I think I ever should. But mm-hmm. at first, I would show emotional complaint. I will admit that. But as mm-hmm. years went by, it's less and less to the point where I'm like, well, shit, you know, it's too much. But okay, you know, I'll figure it out. That's all I'm gonna say. And then yeah, I just endure. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, you know say much or react much no i just i mean that's yeah i mean i think i've had my fair shares of where i react and you know it never ends well one thing i have learned is when you learn how to respond you're willing to listen to the person and um, articulate in a manner that you're not um projecting your emotions onto the other person well it's not always about hearing the other person out because if, if someone's just like completely done, they don't want to drag out an argument, they don't want to drag out a fight or anything, they'll just be like, look, I don't care, I'm not going to listen to you, I'm done, and then you just leave, you know, leave That's it as is, and, and, well, and not all the time, it, like, I, yeah, I well, mean, it's half and half, but it, it's most of the time, it, well, the one I'm trying to explain is more like, because if, if, if you keep on dragging it on, you're going to make it worse, you know, you're just like, you know what? It's good. Like you, you don't say it's good in an angry. You just say it's good. It's fine. I, you know, don't want to drag this along. Don't want to deal with it. Just leave it at this. And we're fine. And you just leave, and that's it. Like it's it's half and half. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm trying to explain trying to say. I'm trying to I'm explain. Just, I was just giving you a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, but I'm like just messing with you. But you know what I mean. You know, it's absolutely, it's, absolutely. That's the when best something thing to do. Don't, don't. Something begins to affect you. Don't stick around. I get it. You know, value yourself as well. But it also depends on how you end that conversation. You can always end it with, hey, look, your emotions are validated. I validate them. This is a little bit too, like, you know, a little bit too uh, practical. So obviously throw your own spin of it, but just be like, hey, look. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, mine is, the way I'm explaining it is very practical. It's, 
Yeah, but... and that's that's what I'm saying. I think it's I think it just depends on how you approach the situation. Because um, at the end of the day, if something is dragging out and it's making you upset, learn. You know, you got to let it go. At the end of the day, when you go back home, you have to learn how to let it go and leave it outside of your home. Because if not, it's, you know, you're only you're only making it worse for yourself. At the end of the day, you're only dragging yourself down and you're putting yourself in a spot where you feel miserable. And none of us want to be that miserable. Come on, guys. Yeah, you know? no. <laughs> no. So, I still have... From someone who knows how that feels, it's it's not. No. Nobody's... We know nobody's perfect, but... You know. Yeah. So, just remember, your biggest fan is yourself. Because no one should love you more than you. But I will admit, there's some moments where, you know... When when you're easily when when you're at a point of like you've moved on you don't think about certain things, there's some moments where a single thing, like a thing you see, a thing you hear, or anything that would remind you of that situation, it just it's like a gut punch that you just like, you get what I'm saying? It's like you get reminded of some of something you you were you're tired of dealing with and you thought you were done with, and that's just the worst fucking feeling. Okay, I mean, I see where you're coming from. I've been those. Yeah, been like, you, you gotta admit, like, you, you know what I'm, like, it, but, there's some things that could bring it back, and it sucks, you know? But just remind yourself, too, like, where are you trying to be? And how yeah, do you get there? Too. Yeah. You know, and you just have to pay attention to how you get there, because as soon as you start doing the things that you know you have to do to get there, then... Well, that then that's when you won't get on. You don't. You don't get phased by those reminders. Yeah, exactly. But when, I said, when, but when you're starting, you know, to like finally move on, you'll get those moments. Let's let's just be real here. You're you're gonna get those moments. But once mm-hmm. once you get to the point of like, of like what you said, thinking about that, thinking about where you want to be, those reminders, they're not gonna hit you, and that's when you're like, you're finally. Reaching yeah. to, your, to your point, you know, reaching to where you want to be. No, of course. And it's not linear either. And a lot of people think life is linear. It's not, yeah. you know, yeah. ups and downs. It comes and goes, you know, that's what I mean. Learn the easier, or not easier, but the more you learn how to kind of let things go and not let them have such a big effect on you is the moment that you start to notice that your mood begins to change the way that you see life and how you see communicating with other people, it just becomes a little bit more meaningful and a little bit more um, compassionate. And I think that's what we all need right now, a little bit more compassion for one another. I know I'm sounding Most like Most definitely. A, no, you're not wrong, but it... But I understand. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> There's people that can be difficult to get along with. I'm not saying you have to get along with them. But if you made an effort to, and you made it clear that you did, and they still don't want to put in that effort, then... Hey, why drag it out, right? Exactly. So it's always best to nip it in the bud and just keep it moving. That's that's the best advice. Keep it moving, yeah. or how they say like, uh, and meet the Robinsons. You gotta keep moving forward. Yeah, yeah. So, keep no, keep moving forward. Yeah. Keep moving forward. I was so close to telling you, I'm like, you you sounding <laughs> like the movie. <laughs> but there you go. You fucking said it. Or yes, you know, sir. or you know, Finding Nemo. Just keep swimming. Just keep going. You know. Mm-hmm. Even if you can't swim, keep swimming. But keep or float. <laughs> float. <laughs> but um, damn. 
There's so much yeah. to talk about, honestly. But we're reaching our limit because it's almost two hours long. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's an hour and 57, 58 minutes. But fuck it, mm-hmm. you know, it's been a while. Come on, it's the first episode in, All right. you know, over a year. So let's just, I yeah, think, I think keep... this is a way, good way to start. Like, let me give you an example. So a couple of months, I don't, I don't remember, or I don't know how, I don't know if it was last month or the month before. Um, I had a um, an ex message me out of the blue, and you know, none of my relationships have been clean breaks except for at least one. So I can literally count it on one hand. Yeah, you know, it's a test and trial of things you learn and you you live. That's just how it goes. And so you know, this this ex came back, um, and you know. She was like trying to catch up and stuff like that. However, I felt like she was avoiding the big elephant in the room. Okay. And I'm not gonna lie, I felt upset. I hate um, that avoiding, you know, the elephant in the room. Right. Don't because... ever, everybody, do not do that. It's better <laughs> to just explain it. It doesn't matter if it hurts each other's feelings. Talk it out. Seriously, it, oh, yeah. and it's not just relationship. No, no, no. It's not just. It's everything, with with family, oh, yeah. with friends, with everything. Just fucking talk it out. Sorry, I sorry to interrupt you, but it's 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 one of the things that I I experience so much. It's like, oh, just not gonna talk. You know, this thing that's in front of us. You know. Hmm. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's something that we both know that happened. Um. Not gonna really explain it just because it's a little bit too personal. No, yeah, no. Trust me, like I said, if it's too personal, you know, you don't need to go in detail. Just say like, I guess, the main point of it all. Yeah, thank you for that. No, of course. So the main, the main point of it, just to get to the, to the, uh, the main idea of it is, you know, I get that some people aren't confrontational, and I'm not saying that you have to be, but acknowledging it does make the other person feel a little bit more seen and a little bit more heard, and validated. I'm not saying everyone needs that validation, but when something big and life like has a huge impact on one's life, I I do believe those are the only situations that you need to confront someone and you have to take accountability for whatever uh, actions and um, choices that were made. So, you know, she approached and I, I got upset. But I did not, I did not react. I did not react how I thought I was. I didn't know how to respond. Ah, uh, see. So I just did the best thing I knew how to do. And that's, hey, how's it going? I haven't heard from you in such a long time. It's so nice to hear from you. Like, I'm glad you're doing okay. I'm glad everything is going well for you. But unfortunately, I don't think it's a great idea that we meet each other. That's that's what I hit her it's with. Being, yeah, it's being straightforward, honestly. Yeah, like I didn't hurt anyone's feelings. I don't think I did. I was straightforward. I set I set boundaries. I think that's like the most important thing is setting up boundaries. Yep, yep. No matter who it so, is, you you have to. Yeah, I mean, how else are they supposed to know how to respect you, right? Exactly. So, but I don't think respect is what I'm trying to hit either. I think it's more about 
accountability. I think that's the biggest, the biggest thing that got to me. It was, I think of myself as a very accountable person. Like I'm always the first one to say when I'm wrong about something. I would which, be the first uh, which, to admit. By the way, accountability now is like non-existent. Nobody wants to be accountable for it. No. I gladly take my L's. I don't yeah, care no, if it's out loud. I, I'm not saying everybody does. Like I will admit, I will accept when I'm wrong. Yeah. But it's almost a majority that will not take the accountability. And that makes everything even worse by not doing so. Right. But that's the, that's the, pre, that's the part that I, I understand. Not everyone has the same values. And okay, that's cool. Um, but to me, that's one of the very important characteristics. And if I don't see that in a person, then I really don't necessarily see a point of me sticking around because then I know that a lot of conversations are going to be very one-sided. You know, that's no, that I feel like yeah. if a friend can take accountability for their wrongdoings, then that makes a very strong friendship. No, so, I, no I, I get what you're saying. So back to that, that ex, she wanted to stay as friends or uh, begin starting just to begin being friends. And you know what, like I politely declined her. And I was like, to be honest, I don't think it's best if we we become friends. I told her maybe it's best if we just become two separate strangers that have mutual friends. Let's just keep it at that. And yeah, I mean, that's that's one story. I mean, I'm not sure if this person that upset you was someone that was as close to you as this person was to me in the past. Um, but, you know, if I were to advise you for like, you know, a future instance, it's the way that you respond is literally the person that you're portraying yourself to be. And no, you're in full yeah. control of how you how people perceive you. Because it's it's in your control of how you behave and how you respond. So before you even react, think about how you want to be perceived. And I, I you know, I've met people with anger issues and I've always said that to them. How do you want to be perceived when you react or when you respond? Because a, re a, re a reaction is definitely going to get you a negative perception. Someone's going to see you in a different light, maybe a negative one based on your emotion. No. Whereas a response, yeah. yeah. And that it's just, it's a full circle, you know. Unfortunately, but, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, it's always up to us. It's always up to us on how we we handle situation. I know it's always said, oh, I wish I could have handled this a little bit better. I wish I could have done this and this and this. But I, I don't see a lot of people implementing those changes when it comes to it. And again, that's where accountability kind of comes. Because, yeah, I have to hold yourself accountable when there's no one else to do so. Yeah. So, yeah, as I said, you're your greatest supporter. You're your biggest fan. You're, no one should love you more than you love yourself. Yeah, that's true. I have to give. I have. I sometimes need to remind myself that I'm not. I'm and not, it's so. I mean, there's nothing wrong with reminding yourself, just as long as you do so. I mean, yeah. People who true. people who say it differently, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're gonna have a hard time, but you'll get there. Yeah, I, exactly. I believe in you. But, but yeah, I think uh, those are gonna be my last few words. I, I really, uh, I really hope everyone enjoyed. Yeah, I hope this, I, it's this been two hours and ten minutes. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll like obviously I'm gonna have to cut this. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm gonna go to sleep. Um, huh? But yeah, great way to start. Obviously, season four. 
Hopefully, we do this once a week. If not, more likely once every two weeks. But I, yeah. for sure, I can say that we are, you know, back. And yes, one sir. last announcement. Um, it's still in. I it's, I don't know if it's early. De- I, I yeah, it's early development. It's shifting to, you know, you know, middle development, full development. I'm creating another podcast, um, a professional one this time. This one's more to have fun, more to you know, fuck it, you know. <laughs> my the professional podcast I'm creating is gonna be mainly focused on my career, which is talking about soccer slash football, football as in soccer. No, no, no NFL, no none of that bullshit. <laughs> um, so can't really. I have the name, can't really say it until I can, you know. Um, share it, promote it, etc., etc. Uh, first episode, I can't say when it will come out, but it will once everything is settled and done, it's gonna come out as soon as possible. So, for Ooh, any, that for, sounds so exciting. And one last thing, so uh, we're gonna try. So, what the ideas that we have is, we're probably gonna talk mostly the uh, Premier League. I know there's a lot of fans of the Premier League. Um, Liga MX, you know, Mexican League. Of course, you have to talk about the Mexican League. Shit gets crazy over there. Um, international <laughs> breaks, you know, when, you know, countries play it out against other countries or there's, you know, country tournaments like Copa Oro, Copa uh, America, Euro Cup, all of that. Um, and I think we're, we're trying to expand more on what, depending on what we watch. But, you know, we're always going to talk about certain know scores like how why it ended you know 2-2 or this and that who should go on which team whenever we hear transfer rumors etc etc just that that's the idea of it so yeah uh, hopefully you know it, it comes as soon as possible i'm excited to actually start doing episodes because there's a yeah, lot maybe. to share about with some people that i would love to have you know argue not argument as in like Yelling at each other, but like you just know, discussions of discussions that could lead to funny arguments. Be like, no, your fucking club is ass or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, it sounds really exciting. I'm not really much of a, a football fan or anything like that, but you know, I always love you. I mean, I feel new. like it would be fun for people to stick around whenever we just trash each other's fucking players, <laughs> teams, etc. <cetera. laughs> yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. I I look forward to hearing the first episode. But, Appreciate it, man. And to all the listeners out there, uh, we're back. <laughs> Basically, yes, we're, sir. we're finally back. But uh, thank you for joining me, Fernando. Uh, it's fun. Of course, thank you for having um, me. I'm naming it part two. I'm, you know, don't give a shit. I think <laughs> I think it's full on, you know, full circle that we're back a year later. <laughs> oh, and yeah, the way we absolutely. started, is we, I, you know, started with you. And guys, just uh, wanted to say something. Please let Alan know if you guys would like to hear more from me. Um, oh yeah, I'm not let sure me we know. Would we'll, would we'll love to. We'll love I'm not to. sure how we did on that episode where I I did. I mean, it's been appearance. a while. I need to I need to check uh, like how many listens have it had? Cause, because because yeah. I don't always pro- I have you see by my you know Instagram I haven't promoted anything like that. Mm, but I yeah, will no. I will take you know promote and say, um you know coming really soon like it's this episode is supremely early but it's gonna come out much later you know mm-hmm. but uh yeah 
Yeah, man. I'm, I'm fucking excited. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> well, all right then. Well, yeah. Um, well, we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, hopefully. All right then. Bye, guys. See you guys.